This is the MDRT Podcast. Has your most memorable client developed your niche market, increased your confidence, or taught you important lessons through failure? During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters, Michael DeVivo out of Chicago, Illinois. Dharmesh Goel out of Downers Grove, Illinois. And John Fisher out of Downers Grove, Illinois. Address the different ways that memorable clients have pushed their careers forward. One of my neighbors, he was a cardiology fellow at one of the hospitals, and I met him by accident and started telling him about my business and what I do for a living, and that's when I just started. And he was like, oh, I'm looking for some life insurance for myself. I just got married, and I'll be coming out of my training very soon. Then I'll have a full-time job, so I have to take care of my some financial planning, life insurance, and disability insurance is something which I need right now. So I worked with him, he became my client, and he said there are some practice management sessions at the hospitals, why don't you come and speak to people like us who are in training, like fellows or residents, and I can introduce you to the chief resident there at the hospital. So that was my first break in this business where I was standing in front of 30 residents and I just talked about what life insurance and disability insurance and IRAs can do for them just because if you start planning early when you come out of the training and when you have a full-time job, you'll have some path to walk on. You will know that you have done some planning. Now you come out, you'll have more complicated needs and as you grow, I can help you out with that. So, you know, some of those people became my clients out of that seminar, which was huge for me. And that's how I realized that this is awesome. You know, I can build relationships at some hospitals and start doing these kind of seminars where they have to have these sessions, which are practice management sessions. And if I can convince some of the hospital staff that I can bring value to these residents and take half an hour once a month or once every year and give them some information. This is great. For Goel, the approach continued to pay off. One of the physicians I was introduced to was looking to do some planning. And when I met him, he was young. He's still young, though and he had family of wife and kids and he needed life insurance to start with. He said, my colleagues have life insurance and they talk about it and especially the permanent life insurance. He had no clue how the products work. So when I sat with him, explained him the permanent life insurance policy, I'm talking about eight years ago, he was kind of turned off after hearing the kind of premiums he has to pay he understood the value of the permanent life insurance, but he was not ready to commit those kind of premiums. And then when we, I presented the plan, it was life insurance, disability insurance, and some money going in some mutual funds. He's like, that's a lot of commitment, I can't do it. He stopped taking my phone calls, and I spent a lot of time and hours, and. I thought it's my responsibility to somehow get in touch with him. So left quite a few messages and one day I was 
calling his home. His wife picked up. I had this conversation with her saying that your husband needs this coverage and you have two young kids and something happens to him. He's the breadwinner for the family. Your family situation will be really bad. So she understood. She convinced him somehow. We sat down together. We put the plan in place. After six months, when I just called him to see how things are, if he has any questions, which I do on a regular basis, once someone becomes my client, I just call them randomly to ask if they are still satisfied what they did and if they have any questions. He told me that he was diagnosed with prostate cancer, which uh, he was like 42 years old and he said one of the patients came to him he was diagnosed with prostate cancer and he became curious and then he went to see a doctor and they tested his PSA and he emphasized them to do that and he was diagnosed with prostate and he was thanking me. He said, thank you very much, you helped me out. Otherwise, I would have been always thinking, that why didn't I do this? Now at least I know if something happens to me, my family will be taken care of. Just because of that, I got so much business from the same hospital where he worked. He told everyone, work with this guy, work with this guy. And he's one of my best clients as of now, and I constantly get names from him. I mean, my story is not as good as yours. I would say... (laughs) For me, starting in this business at such a young age, I think one of the things, the the largest hurdles I had to get over was, obviously, most people that have a larger chunk of money are typically older. And I think in this business, you have to convey a lot of confidence when you're talking with people. Because if you're talking with people and you're not confident in what you're talking about, they're not going to be confident in what you're saying to them. And how you, you know, the confidence that you, you know, kind of bring to the table is a lot of the trust building factors when you're talking with someone. And I remember I had a client, it it wasn't a very big client, but we got to talking and found out that their father had a lot of money. And father was in the 70s and, and you know, I was 24 at the time. So, you know, my first initial thought was, wow, I would love to talk with this guy, but you know, how is he gonna take a, a 24 year old serious? So I still, you know, asked, you know, I would love the opportunity to reach out to your father and ended up actually reaching out to him. And surprisingly, you know, I was very nervous at the time. Cause like I said, I didn't have the confidence at that time. And surprisingly, he, you know, met with me with open arms and was very uh, receptive to everything I talked about. And, ended up closing a seven-figure annuity with him. And I was just like blown away by that because I was like, wow, this guy trusted this 24-year-old to handle his money. And for me, that was such a huge confidence booster for me that I knew that I did a good job. He knew that I did a good job. And for me to you know, have such that, that age gap, trust with me with their advising was huge for me. And, and my confidence took off so much that when I would talk to people, now there's no nerves or anything like that because you never know what can happen. And, and as long as you're confident and believe in what you're doing and, and know what you're talking about and approach it in the right way, I mean, the sky can be the limit. It's just, again, a matter of having that confidence. And I think that's huge. Obviously, it was a big case, you know, made a big commission out of it. But for me, it was just looking at the aspect of how I felt when I was reaching out to him that, you know, there's no way this guy's going to give me the time of day. And it was me not having that belief in myself. So what that was able to do for me was 
make me think of myself differently in this business. And it doesn't matter how old you are or uh, where you come from, background or anything. It's just, you know, do you do a good job and, and do you know what you're talking about and can you help people? And if you can convey those things and build a relationship and, and have confidence when you're doing all of it and you can tie it all together, it can really change your career. For me, it was kind of the opposite in terms of where I was working with. It was a, a doctor client, but on the same day, and I had been in the business probably about a year and a half, maybe a little under that. And in the same day, I essentially lost three cases that was six figures of, of premium and, and revenue. And at that point is when I decided it doesn't matter. I'm going to keep working and get this done. And, and I think to what Darmas said, you just have to be persistent. And I had always been that way, but I, that's when I kind of finally decided it was through that failure, I guess, to some degree, where I was sitting there saying, what am I going to do? I mean, you know, I have a, a wife and three kids and a family, and, and, and how am I going to make this work that I just decided, you know what, I control this, and, and, and really it's about being persistence. And, you know, I believe to, to some degree, you know, persistence beats resistance, but you have to do it in a way that makes sense. For example, when you talk to the wife because you believed it was something that it was important. And really that's where kind of the conviction came in, the belief came in that, you know, I didn't believe, you know, this doctor that changes my, I believed he was not correct in what he did. And the irony of that is, is that that case did come back about eight months later uh, where he did decide to do it. But from that point on, my business and my perspective changed to where I, I wouldn't say I got mad, but I got you know, very determined that I know I can make this work and I know I'm doing the right things for clients and I'm gonna make sure. And I think that conviction part of it came off to the clients when they heard me talking. It was not a, oh, you know, maybe you should think about doing this, but you, you, know, you need to do this. This is very important, it's something you have to do. It wasn't forceful, but the conviction, I think, in what I said when the clients listening, they were saying, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. And I think that's where there was a big change. Thank you for listening to this month's episode. We'll see you next time. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on iTunes at MDRT Podcast.